Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings a wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Right, hello everybody. That was Jeff Pitchell's Fat Cigar you've been listening to. And that means it's time for Not Just Blowing Smoke. Coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio Headquarters here in Hooksit, New Hampshire. Be sure to subscribe to us on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google, basically wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Pastor Padron. I'm here with my co-hosts, Paul, Nick, Dave, dazed and confused. Mm. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. This is the first show of the new year. Yes, it is, sir. But yes. Well, Well, the first recording of the new year, Dave. That's correct, yes. Yes. And uh, this week, we are going to be looking at B&M exclusives. And if you don't know what B&M stands for, it is not that it is not a bowel movement. Oh, it's not? (laughs) B&M stands for brick and mortar. Which is, you know, a store like Twins. Whole segment. In other words, not a, yeah, don't. I had this whole segment about that. I was thinking about it on the way in, and I'm like, man. Of course you were thinking about it. You do them two or three times a day at the shop. At least. Yep. Yep. And we're looking at uh, cigars and pipe tobacco that are only available in brick and mortar stores. They're not available online. And the cigar that we are looking at first is the Padron 1964 Anniversary Toro TAA Maduro. Maduro. And uh, looking at the website here, uh, the Padron website says that the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series was introduced in 1994 to commemorate the company's 30th anniversary. This line consists of 16 sizes, all available in SunGrown Natural, and Maduro wrappers. We're doing the Maduro. All tobacco used in this limited production series is aged for four years. Four years. Creating a smooth and complex flavor. In honor of the age-old Cuban tradition of box-pressing cigars, the 1964 anniversary line was introduced as a box-press series. And for the protection of our customers, we have introduced measures to safeguard against counterfeiting with a specially designed double band featuring an individually numbered guarantee label who's who who's out there counterfeiting padrones you would be surprised really as a matter of fact way back in the day when i worked for jorge amonteros and a little taste for cuba in princeton yeah in the late 90s yeah there was a uh, it made major news uh, that uh, a large cache of counterfeited Padron cigars was caught. Wow. And it was one of the largest counterfeiting, cigar counterfeiting uh, uh, grabs, you know, by the cops in a long time. And Mm. after that, that second band started coming out. Yeah. So that each cigar is actually individually numbered. Nice. Wow. Mine is number 002. 
I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I wish it was. Yeah, I would immediately stop smoking not. it. Yeah. Mine is, uh, what, 812651. 812. Uh, you want me to read that for you, brother? 661? He was never good at math. No, that's not good at math. Just <laughs> just reading the number and barely it. I didn't yeah. want to say he wasn't good at reading, so I just said he wasn't good at math. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Inadvertently. I don't know. It looks like a six. Could be an eight. Now, you uh, two, Nick and Dave, you're sporting uh, the new uh, twins headgear. Yeah. Dave with the uh, beanie. So he's gone from the, uh, the uh, you know, disciplined, back. The mm-hmm. disciplined elf, you know, to the grunge dude with the uh, uh black beanie there nick has the uh, snapback cap. i love this hat super comfortable yeah very nice and, and you know something mm. yes the the snap the snapback cap is a very kendall thing very yes. kendall oh, thing. yeah very yep. he very loves him he loves him snapbacks yes, tell you that he right does. now good old trucker hat mm-hmm. um and you can get it at both locations for nineteen ninety nine for the snapback hat. You got it in white and black, gray and black. Yep. Then you have the beanie, all black or all gray for fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So check us out. And you know the the beanie is going to be coming out in pink. Yeah. Is it really? It is going to be coming out in pink for the ladies, oh, you know, or for men gonna... who prefer pink. Or. If we have to like do like all. breast cancer awareness too, you know, yeah, uh, you know, breast yeah. you'll never see me in pink ever, <laughs> ever. I'll pay you, <laughs> ever. I'll pay you. No, I'll buy the beanie for you. There are you certain wear. colors I will never wear: purple and pink. Purple. His name is Pablo purple. Maduro, yes. and Maduro mm, means yes. not pink. That's true. Sure, that's true. Sure, <laughs> that shirt should tell you all. Exactly. Yeah. Black is my favorite color. Yep. Yep. yep, he's That's the man in black. Man in black. The For all the ladies black. out there, when Paul's birthday comes around, you can get him a nice, another nice black Dixon. That's right. Black Dixon. Kurt did well with my shirt. I'll yes, he did. Right he now. did this very is, well. This could not, he could not have picked a better color for me. Black clothes. <laughs> Kurt, no, Kurt got absolutely. everybody in the, in, who works for Twins a uh, Dixon shirt for Christmas, and he picked out the pattern and color for each individual person and frankly i think he did a fantastic he job. did he did he really kind of pegged everybody he did he did really well not in that way but yes he, he well he he got you, everybody's get color your right mind out of the gutter okay <laughs> out of the gutter let's get back to the cigar the we, oh, we had we had yeah. hopes for the new year and already <laughs> had blown it out. yeah <laughs> you always rely on me to the Padron uh, 1964 anniversary Maduro Toro TAA Jesus. cigar. Don't say Jesus. Sorry. No. Yeah. Uh, is Jesus. a Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan? Yep. It's a oh. Nicaraguan Puro wrapped by the filler. It is a box press Toro at 5 by 56. Um, the burn on this is already going great for everybody. Look at it. The burns, yeah. the burns well, fantastic. We're all smoking Padrones. They perform extremely well construction's always on point mm-hmm. it's one of the reasons why they're what got to say the number one in so many people's eyes out there oh yeah um oh. smooth yeah. draws always going to be consistent really yes. nice in 20 something years i can count on one hand the number of bad as in plugged padrones really mm-hmm. what I like have... one yeah, like less than five in 20 years. Yeah. 
Yeah. Not even five. I don't this even coming need from Pastor Padron. So this that's is saying a lot of people. I don't know that I have done this before. That I have, you know, when your nickname is Pastor Padron, people expect you to be smoking Padrones all the time. And frankly, I would enjoy that. I like Padrones. But here's here's the thing. I have been doing the podcasts, you know, for. Uh, We're on it's going on three. five. It's going on five years. I've been on podcasts, oh, and I have yeah. yet to do a show where we're all doing patrols. This is the first one. This is the first time we have a show that's dedicated to looking at a patrol. Nice. And it's our first time doing a patrol. Correct. Mm -hmm. Oh, not just blowing rum. And we're drinking some rum with this, Paul. You want to tell us what it is? Yes, we are. So tonight I actually Mm. took us all out of our comfort zone. Not not me. Well, okay, three out of four out of our comfort zone. Um. So I wanted to, I was doing some research in terms of what drink or pairing would go well with the Padron. That was my, that was my first uh, priority was to try to get a good drink that would go well with the Padron. And in some of the publications I was reading up on, uh, it talked about rum as being um, a really good pairing with specifically the 1964. Uh, And then this particular rum stood out to me, and this is called the... Pampero Anniversario Rum Anejo. Gesundheit. Uh, it's a uh, dark mahogany rum from Venezuela. Mm. It was introduced to com- commemorate Pampero's 25th anniversary. It is a full-bodied, smooth, highly fruity, with nuttiness, bittersweet chocolate, and wood, making it light and warm on the tongue. This rum stays in old bourbon barrels for two to up to eight years. Ooh. Yeah, and it's baby. 80 proof. So. It is. It- very, very good. Yeah, it, it is. It doesn't taste yeah. like it. No, no, it doesn't. It's very, very smooth. smooth. Very, very smooth. But I'm, see, I'm not a rum drinker, uh, and I think this is the first time we've actually had straight rum on the podcast. Yeah. So usually yep. we do a lot of whiskeys, we do a lot of bourbons, we do a lot of cocktails, uh, but this is the first time we've actually done a straight rum. Now, and how do you think you did, Paul? I think I've done... a pretty damn good job <laughs> yeah my hat goes so, off the pole so, so initially with the cigar on its own for me uh and again i don't smoke a lot of padrones but i've had this one before um get a lot of cedar spice a uh, little bit of earth incredibly smooth really really smooth with the drink with the rum i think it's bringing out a lot of the sweetness from the tobacco Oh, totally yep it's really uh totally. really enhancing that that cocoa note mm. is insane mm-hmm. i don't get any Maybe a little bit on the retro hail of that cedar spice, but the cocoa note and the espresso note coming through on this cigar yep. is incredible. But I wouldn't expect anything less from a Padron Maduro. No. No. To me, the, the drink tastes like an alcoholic molasses. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means, but uh, molasses with alcohol. Okay. That's, that's technically <laughs> what rum is. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. So, but no, is, is that a, a compliment? Time. No, that's a, that's good. That's a good <laughs> so, keep no. back okay. so, but no, I think that the cocoa notes are totally in the front of the cigar. Um, there's a little bit of cedar in the retro hail, um, and the. Uh, I think that's all you have to say, Dave. The the finish, <laughs> okay, the drink is, is, finish. is long lasting. Mm. The finish is long-lasting yeah. long of the cigar or the, of the drink? Of the drink. Of yes. the drink. Most, most rums that I've experienced, I've, I'm pretty much a everything drinker in rum. 
uh, is part of everything as part of everything i've been to puerto rico and primarily bacardi rums have kind of been in my repertoire for the last 10 years um their family reserve their uh reserve limitada which is more of their uh sipping rums not as dark as this rum but you're kind of getting that sense of it the the sweet molasses mm-hmm. kind of it it kind of goes across most rums the only one yeah. that i haven't really had that deep molasses uh taste is from plantation yeah um plantation's very smooth you get the Weak barrel yes. um you get a little bit of sweet but not as sweet as this one or some of the bacardi ones because their main thing that they uh age it or age it from is the cane mm. so so you so you being the the big rum drinker here and this particular brand i've never heard of until three days ago when i never heard of this one so what do you think of this compared to other rums that you have had it's up there and for what what's the price on the on the bottle 22 dollars 22 bucks it definitely it. holds 22 dollars for this definitely buy it. was it Absolutely. on sale nope. nope this is just straight just what it is just a regular price 22 bucks that's, that's wonderful that is that's beautiful. really yep. great mm-hmm. uh, uh which know. i was really surprised because i was like I, I was expecting to pay twice that yeah at least and I, I said is this the right one i kept checking I, I was trying to get it out of the leather bag it comes in the little the leather sack and because you're trying to tug it and i'm trying to make sure that no one's no uh, liquor store employees think I'm going to try to rip it off. <laughs> to make sure it's the right, because I've seen the yeah, label yeah. On, online, and uh, but I just I went with it, and uh, yeah, it's the same one that I saw, and yeah, uh, yeah, it, I, I could have sworn this was going to be you know forty fifty bucks. Yeah, it definitely it definitely holds up against. You know what I mean? The the higher end. I think it holds rums. up against thirty forty dollar bottles of rum. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I would like uh, pirate. Yep. You know, I would I would. Be just as happy with this. Yep, absolutely. Now, a Padron 1964, to me, the way I describe it to people is it's like smoking chocolate. It's like smoking a big bar of chocolate. And this does not disappoint. It no. It's a really smooth, creamy, chocolatey, little bit of mocha in there, mm. cigar. The retrohale has a little bit of spice in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really pleasant and it, there is nothing really that tastes like a Padron. Nope. Mm-hmm. You could probably get close with some cigars, but Padron with Nicaraguan tobacco. Yeah. I think, man, they're I doing the, something everybody else is not doing. I think the closest you get, the two things that get close mm-hmm. are the Placencia Omoforte. That gets pretty close, yep. And Steve Saka's Sin Compromiso. That's if up you're, there. If you're doing the 1926 series, which is a little bit spicier than this. It does, yeah. It's a you little know. bit more rich yeah. than um, this one is, but it's more age on the tobacco, yeah, correct? Yeah, six years yeah. instead of four along this line. Now, um, this is the TAA cigar. What is the TAA? The TAA stands for the Tobacco Association of America, and that organization, among other things, works with manufacturers of cigars to get special sizes or blends of cigars that are exclusive to their member retailers. There's about, uh, I think, 75 or 80 retailers. 82 82 retailers in the United States, yep. That are members of the TAA, and then a number of those retailers have multiple shops, so there's something like 120 
stores altogether. But uh, TAA cigars are only available in those stores. Um, you, the only places you're supposed to be able to get these online is if that store has an online, site. an online site. But they are not generally available on the Internet. You have to go to a TAA business mm. to get them. And um, uh, that's what this is. So this is, a, this is a size. If you haven't seen it, it's because your store isn't a member of the TAA or you get your stuff from online places and they can't get it because it's only available in brick-and-mortar stores that are part of the TAA. Um, now, speaking of that, that's a good segue into, into our conversation tonight. You know, online shopping, online cigar uh, shopping has revolutionized the cigar and pipe business, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's been a big plus for people who don't live near a brick and mortar store. And mm. there are lots of, you know, we're fortunate here in New Hampshire. Um, you can't walk five feet without getting, you know, into a cigar shop. That's true. There's multiple stores in so many places. And there's a lot of great stores in New Hampshire too. Um, of course, Twins is the best. Mm -hmm. Why yeah, would you go anywhere else? No. But, uh, you know, to each his own. But, um, um and brick and 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 online stores can have a huge selection because they don't have a lot of the overhead and staff and, and stuff that that uh, brick and mortar stores do a lot of times they are able to offer things cheaper and so yep. a lot of people try and take advantage of the fact that that uh, you can get stuff you know, cheaper online than you can at the brick and mortar store. That said, the brick and mortar store, like Twins, offers some things that I think you can't get in online stores. What are some of those things to you, Paul, mm -hmm. that a brick and mortar store offers that the online stores are not able to do? The expertise from the tobacconists who work there. Mm -hmm. And yep. and it's gonna you you know you may think you know what you're gonna be going after, in a online cigar, uh, store, mm -hmm. but a lot of times customers come in and they say you know what's the latest and greatest what what else do you have besides this what what can you help what can you help me with what can you recommend or am I in the right direction here and mm -hmm. we offer that we offer we give them an education we can give them tips we can give them. Uh, you know, other cigars to consider. If, if we know what they like to smoke, if they know what brand they like to smoke, we can offer alternatives. That's not something you're going to find in an online store. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, you know, we, 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 we I think our pricing here at Twins is very, very competitive. Yes. We're never going to beat the online stores in some categories. Right. Um, right. But uh, we will certainly beat a lot of the other brick and mortar stores yep. um, in the area, and we, and specifically in tax free New Hampshire, yeah. We'll, oh yeah, we'll crush most of America for that matter. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also too is in in the humidor, our cigars are humidified. That is correct. A mm -hmm. lot of times, and I've had experiences with a specific online retailer that would, from time to time, send dry cigars. Yeah, because it's coming out of warehouses, and those warehouses are not humidified. I don't mm -hmm. care what they tell you; they're not. They can't be humidified anywhere near 
to the extent that we humidify our cigars. So well, you, you and get, then and then when you get your cigars, who knows where they've been or how long it's been? Correct. How they were handled in in shipping. Well, yep. Because how long taking... how long they've been sitting there? Yeah. You know, in a dried environment. Um, uh, this is a specific one that I stopped using years ago, because time after time, the, the cigars I would be ordering were kind of come in dry and would take days, if not weeks, for me to get cigars back up to snuff. Yeah. And uh, so. I think the uh, brick and mortar store uh, stores win hands down in, yeah. that, in those categories. Um, for yeah, me, pay for. yeah. Uh, for me, I think it's the experience. I think it's mm. coming into a shop like ours, <clears throat> or two guys, or or any other shop, and interacting, like Paul said, interacting with the tobacconist there, and absorbing the whole thing. When you're typing online, and when you're on your computer, and you're seeing the cigars, there's no connection there. There's no, you don't really get the physical part of that shop and what it's all about. With us, you get to meet us. We get to, it's kind of a, you develop a personal connection with your tobacconist. Um, We give out recommendations. We give out tips, uh, get you into the right cigar because you could be shopping for, you know, any cigar and you may, you know, get recommendations from your friends, but you may not be able to handle that cigar whether it's a double a hero whether it's too strong or maybe you need to bump up to something mm-hmm. that strong or medium body or medium plus and we're there to help you we're there to guide you we're there to um you know give you pointers cut you know lessons and talk about different things when you're online you can't get that yeah. yet there's a very big gap there um and that that's what i love about brick and mortar stores you get to connect with the tobacconist you know Dave, excellent. Yeah, mm. Dave, what's your? I think they. I think one of the biggest allures about a brick and mortar uh, is, yeah, you can buy them online, but where are you gonna smoke it? You know, uh, having a tobacco, having a, a store with a lounge, not only a lounge but also a bar, in one of our locations, you know, London Dairy. Uh, I think that's a huge plus because not a lot of wives like cigar smoking in the house. You know, very well, true. And, that's uh, true. It's a big, it's a big plus, and there's, there's, there's a lot of people who just come in here to smoke stuff that they haven't bought here, and end up buying stuff here anyways. Yeah, you know, plus the customer service aspect of things too. I think yeah. that says uh, a lot about shopping, you know, face to face at a local store versus yeah. online. We give them answers. Yep. I mean, and, and and again, to do it an analogy, I mean, you can you can go to Home Depot and buy lumber, or you can go to your local lumber yard and buy lumber. And a lot of times, if you go to a local yum, a lumber yard, they're going to have probably better quality wood and better service than you would find at you know a, a big box retailer. Mm-hmm. So I think that you know if you if you want to shop somewhere you know local, um, I would do that hands down over someone much larger and as a national presence. Mm. I think one of the big things that uh, brick and mortar stores offer is. Um, you know, cigar shopping, you know, has as much to do with touch and sight and mm-hmm. smell Does, yeah. as anything else. And you can't duplicate that yep. in an online thing. Correct. And, um, you know, to be able to, you know, look and see and touch and handle cigars and to... And to be able to 
to be immersed in that experience of of buying them it's like it's like going to the grocery store and going into the fresh fruit and vegetable you know uh section and you know looking and it's it's one thing to just look at the the produce you want to buy it's another thing to pick it up and hold it and look around and see if there's you know are there you know brown spots on it is it does it feel fresh or whatever true um and you cigar shopping is very much like that mm. it's a very hands-on thing and while i'm not one of the guys that wants to encourage customers to manhandle every cigar you know <laughs> at the same time you know being able to to look at and touch and feel and see things up close is a big part of of the decision of what cigar you're going to get yeah. and you can't get that in a in a uh, uh, website no. business and um you know, I echo Paul's sentiment, too, about, you know, um, <clears throat> looking around and seeing how the cigars are being taken care of where you're at. Yeah. You know, when you walk into to either Twins location and you go into the, the walk-in and you can feel the humidity yeah. there when you walk in, and you know that the cigars are being well cared for and you just don't have that knowledge when you're doing an online thing and going back to that whole padron you know bust of counterfeit cigars that hasn't stopped counterfeiting really? cigars has is is big business i mean think about it 90 percent of the cuban cigars that are on the market mm -hmm. are fake and um it, you don't know if the cigars that you're getting at online places are the cigars that we're carrying in the store or are cigars that have been put labels on them from whatever company you're wanting. I've had that happen to people, you know, where they, you know, they get the cigar, they smoke it and it tastes one way from the online shop and then they get it in the store and it's a completely different cigar. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe, it's because it's a completely different cigar. Yeah. You know, so uh, yeah. And echoing, echo, I echo what everybody else said here. Everybody had some good things to say. And um, I hope you, if you live near, if you don't live near a brick and mortar store, you know, take advantage of, of the online stuff. Make sure you, you're doing it from a reputable place. You know, do your research because not every online place is, is uh, uh, just because they offer them cheap does not mean it's the best place to go. But if you're near a brick and mortar place, you know, I'd strongly recommend you supporting that shop. And if you're in the New England area, if you're in New Hampshire, uh, you know, come to Twins if you haven't already. You'll be amazed mm -hmm. by not only the, the selection and the care of the scars, but also kind of like to echo your point, Dave, the atmosphere of the place and the, the place we have to smoke in our lounges and stuff. Um, this comes at you from the lounge in our hook sit location. Mm. Um, you know, 20 people can be sitting in here smoking cigars. It's a real nice setup. It's nice. It's relaxed. And uh, having a great place to smoke is just as important as anything else, I think. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys could identify with this, too. I think one of the other 
the things that I've noticed is when you're standing in front of a brand like in Londonderry, mm -hmm. you can smell the difference. Like I know when I'm in standing in front of Padrones or LFD or Macanudos or or um, um, Fuente, it smells different. How so, Dave? I've, they just have a different <laughs> smell as a group. It's like opening the, the, the flavored cabinet. It's like, boom! It's like there's a big difference. You can tell. I think that's another big thing. Uh, the sensory input that you get that you may or may not think about. Smell it's is very a true. big part. Yeah. Yep. Yep. How many people come into the, the humidor, especially at Londonderry, where the walk-in is basically a gigantic store? Here at uh, Hooksit, we have regular cabinets. We have a walk-in where you get boxes. But at Londonderry, it's all one big walk-in. Mm -hmm. And um, how many times you hear it, people walk in there, they smell, and they go, Every oh, day. This, I love how yep. this smells. Yep. Every day. Yep. Mm -hmm. I smelt that. So I've been here for three years now. Paul has too. I, the first, I think the first week, every day for the first week, I smelt that. Because now I'm there every day for the past three years. I don't get to smell that. And I envy the people that come in on a daily basis mm -hmm. and say, oh, you, I love that smell. And I'm like, what smell? <laughs> like, I don't remember that smell. So it's... You're just it's, so used to it now. Oh, yeah. I'm just so we're, used to we're it. You're immune to it. You're, you're yeah, we're immune to it. To it. We, we're in that walk-in nine hours a day mm -hmm. so you know helping customers out and restocking and fixing things and rearranging and re-merchandising right um we we're constantly in it we're constantly exposed so we we're kind of nose deaf a little bit to that cedar that tobacco fresh smell that we that everybody gets hit in the face when they walk through those doors that's a good segue i think to, to my uh, cigar confession yeah for this week mm -hmm. and um, what do we got this week, my cigar confession is this. If you're going to go to a lounge, sit, and smoke a cigar, I think it is the courteous thing to do to buy a cigar from the shop and sit down in the lounge and smoke that. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people will just come in with their own little cigar and go in and sit down. And, you know, at I know that happens at, at uh, Twins a lot, and one of the reasons for that is we've just decided not to, we don't want to police people. Mm. And uh, that's one of Kurt's big things. He doesn't want to police people. And, um, you know, that can get you into some awkward situations, I know. But there are a lot of lounges and a lot of bars that have cutting fees for bringing your own cigars in. You can bring your own cigar. It's 10 bucks that's going to be on your tab. Mm. It's 20 bucks that's going to be on your tab if you bring your own cigar. So feel free to smoke it. You're just going to pay for it. Clip, clip. You know, because there's staff here. There's electricity. There's cable. There's internet. There's, you know, all of these, you know, the, the atmosphere that you are smoking in and enjoying. Uh, does not cost nothing, uh, and therefore it needs to be it needs to be paid for. And I have never understood this. I have never understood why people come in to a, a a cigar lounge with cigars that they bought at the store down the street, 
to smoke them in some other cigar shop's lounge. I've never understood that. It's like taking Burger King into a McDonald's. Yeah, just, you because do you that. like McDonald's, you know, uh, cafeteria better. Yep. They're never going to let you do that. Nope. Why would you do that here? Yep. You know, why would you get a cigar at, you know, X shop down the street and then come into Twins and sit and smoke it? Because our I just, atmosphere <clears throat> is awesome, but still. But it, it's, 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 I, I, I'll come out and say it. I think it's rude. Yep. I think it's rude. So, you know, not saying spend a lot of money, and I'm not even, I'm not even saying, you know, and if you don't buy it here that day, you know, get out. But if you come in, get a cigar, support the place, and then sit down and smoke. There was a, uh, I have to tell a quick story. There mm-hmm. was a, uh, one of our older customers. He's no, he no longer frequents Twins. He hasn't been here in a while. He's no longer with us. Well, he's, he's, Whoa, he's, he's, he's still, he's still alive, but, still he, alive. but he doesn't come here anymore. Yeah. Um, I think he's been told he can't smoke anymore, so he doesn't show up anymore. But I he, know who he, you're talking he, about. he came in one day and not only did he buy a cigar from one of our competitors, it was actually one of our competitors own cigars. Yeah, and he came into the, to the bar and he was, was smoking it. Yeah, right out in the open to the point where <laughs> I don't know who it was. Was it you? It was me. It was, yeah, it was. It was Nick who said, "Are you serious?" I started busting you're gonna uh, smoke, chops. You're gonna smoke that cigar here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think. I mean, literally, I think the customers just don't think about it. I just think yeah. that they're gonna do what they're gonna do. It doesn't. Then. They're not either. They don't care, or it doesn't dawn on them that they're smoking that a particular brand of cigar that's bought at another retailer mm-hmm. here at Twins. You know, I just think that was kind of funny. But yep, yep, it was definitely uh But they're the they're the they're, they're the they're the way in the minority. They the most right. people ninety. I'll, I'll bring out a number that maybe ninety five, ninety eight percent of the people buy a cigar here and go up and smoke it. You yeah, know, it's so Most, it, that's that's why I think Kurt doesn't want to deal with it. He knows the majority of his customers are going to come and frequent the yep. humidor before they go upstairs and yep. enjoy a drink. Yep, yep. And I, I, and you can be too, you can be too anal about this too. You know, I know places where it's it's a hard and fast rule. If you do not buy a cigar that day, you can't sit in the lounge and smoke. Yeah, Even if yeah. you just spent four hundred bucks buying a box the night before, right? And you bring one of those cigars that you bought at mm-hmm. that store mm-hmm. the next day to the lounge, you can't smoke it there unless you have bought something that day. Mm. I, you know, I'm. I don't think you need to be that, Mm-mm. you know, ridiculous about it. Nope. At the same time, you know, you know, if if you know you're constantly coming in with cigars that. Who knows where you got them from? You just come, you sit down, you know. Now, you might argue that, well, at Twins in Londonderry, you know, if they're up at the bar, you know, they might get a drink or two or four. Eight, you know, or they're sitting ten. there for a few hours. <laughs> you know. All you day. Know, now, here in Hooksit, you know, there isn't that there isn't that option. This is a, here in Hooksit, we have a BYOB situation so you can bring in something people take advantage of that it's great and um, you know bring something to drink bring it in here have a nice drink with their smoke you know but if you don't if you just come in here and bring your own stuff then you know i'm 
I'm, you know, myself or Dave or Zeke who, you know, we're cleaning your ashtrays. We're, we're taking care of all that stuff, you know, and you're basically depending on the rest of the customer base to pay for everything that you're enjoying. And so that's just not nice. Just get a cigar and support the atmosphere and the people that are giving you the place where you could smoke. Because like Dave said, a lot of people don't like smoking in their house. A lot of people have wives who don't let them smoke in the house. Mm. To those people, I say, grow a pair. <laughs> don't, you know, don't really do listen to, don't really listen to Danny. You, you know, you gotta listen to Danny. I, I always, you listen to Danny. happy wife, happy life. Just uh-huh. remember that. Just tell her that you're happy just, when you're smoking. Sad. Just, just come to twins. Tell her for your birthday, Christmas, Thanksgiving, come and get a, a nice gift card that you can spend some time at London Dairy or Hookset. So tell her, tell her you yeah. can do that. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me ask you a question uh, and generally for everybody here have has have you ever made the mistake of putting the wrong end of the cigar no no as 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 many drinks of as i have in the past never ever had never done that i've never, i find that really hard to believe i swear to god i find that almost impossible well believe it i mean you know <laughs> you've been so plastered i, I would you I even have? remember if you've if you've been i remember yeah, i mean come every... on drinking eight or nine handles a day come on wow that's that's definitely not happening i would not be in the hospital right now with no with no liver you've but built, built up your little tolerance. i have dave is taking a break uh, Paul, what about you? Have you ever have you ever made that mistake? Uh, lit or non-lit? Lit. <laughs> no, no, lit. Not lit. Not lit. Uh, I will say this though that uh, <clears throat> there was many many years ago, a friend of mine and I were out uh, drinking, and uh, we had probably one too many to drink, and yeah. we had cigars, and we were lighting it up. It was in the dark. Yep. We were someplace that uh, I don't know where we were, but <laughs> it was lack it of light. It didn't have very good lighting, and uh, I ended up putting the uh, the foot in my mouth and let the other end. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So uh, the alcohol had something to do with that. But, yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. other than that, no, 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 uh, no. How I, about you, Dave? I did Danny. it once. Ooh. I did it once. Once is all you need. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I don't even remember the specifics anymore. It was before I was working here mm. at that place that shall not be named. That shall not be named. And... Uh, uh, I just wasn't paying attention. I was, uh, you know, just, and I don't remember if I was like, you know, uh, feeling the vitamin N, you know, or, or whatever, but, uh, I just, I, and I wasn't like I burned my mouth, mm. but I tasted the ash oh. and I was like, Oh <laughs> my gosh, I can't believe I just did that. And, uh, I know, you know, I've talked to a number of people since, and it seems like more than half of the people who smoke cigars have done that at least once. Yeah. There you go. Dave, have you ever done that? Have you ever put the the lit end of the cigar in your mouth? No, but I have done that when I smoke cigarettes. On on purpose? Yes, both. Accidentally and on purpose. Wow. Why why would you do that? Were you trying to put it out with your tongue? No, no. I I could flip the cigarette inside my mouth. 
<laughs> He's talented, everybody. Talented Mr. Ripley right here. The talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> and what's what's the point of flipping it inside your mouth like that? No reason other than you look nuts. So. Okay. He was showing off in front of his uh, his girlfriend at the time. I don't know. I was like 17 or something. Long time. 17 or something? Long, long that time was, ago. That was last century, Dave, if you know 17. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, last millennium. Yep. Uh, have you guys uh, gotten your stimulus checks yet? Um, I don't know. It would go right into my wife's account. So <laughs> it would go. It would go right into the wife's account. So happy wife, happy life. That's right. Even Rod said it. Look at Rod. Yeah, there you go. Mama ain't happy. Nobody happy. Mama. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> and no, I have not. You have not. I have not. Are you getting one? Did I, you pay I your should. taxes last yes. year? Yes, I did. Do yeah. you have direct deposit? Yes. Then you should have gotten it by yesterday. <laughs> That's well. My bank said they start yesterday. So start what? They start depositing them yesterday. So yesterday. Yesterday. So Nick has no idea because he doesn't control the finances in I his house. No, he's smoking his house. Whoa, whoa, Can't whoa. do anything. Yeah, I have my food. own smoking you have, room. You have chickens. I have chickens and turkeys, but I have my own chickens. Can you have you I ever did. done that? I've, I've have you smoked, smoked? Have you I smoked have. in the coop? Yeah. I Is have. it the cigar? I was only feeding. <laughs> I was only feeding the chickens, but I was smoking as I was feeding the chickens. But I have my own smoking room. We were. I was broadcasting there over the summertime. See now, how can you then say then? You know, don't grow a pair. Tell them to smoke in the house. You're smoking in the house. You well, have a smoking, smoking room. Yeah. Isn't it an out? Isn't it like a? It's like a four season. It's like a four season room. Season room that's, yeah, that's shut off from the house. The previous, yeah, the previous one is was heated. A G, uh, no. Okay, that's why. Okay, that's that's. Why. that's, why. that's, you see, that's <laughs> I, I can't in the in go. the main four season room where we have the wood stove and we have now a TV with couches and stuff and everybody's in yeah, there. Yeah. That room I can know I. Well, I can no longer smoke, and I got caught a few times, and I got uh. reprimanded. Uh, <laughs> I got reprimanded. Um, what kind of uh, what kind of punishment Nick, did Nick, you Nick, receive, Nick. Nick? Oh man, I don't uh, want to know. That'll be another. Was yeah. it corporal? Was it corporal? That's a that's another. He was banished <laughs> to the couch for a week. Man. Oh my goodness! If only the tongue lashing. Well, the the Whoa, first time the first time I had. I had the guys from the cigar hacks over and they, they wanted to record a show and I couldn't do it in my, uh, my smoking room because the, there was no heat. So we put the wood stove on and everybody was piling up in there and she was away on business and, uh, I forgot to turn the cameras off and she saw her and I got the, I got the tongue lashing of a, of a, of the century, but I no longer cross the line anymore. We're all so. What an amateur. <laughs> <laughs> hey man happy wife happy life man. Yeah. That, that's all i gotta say about sad milk in my house sad nick hey yeah, but you don't have a woman in your house so no. you, you that's you, true you can't you can't say that's right what are your kids gonna do say you know dad stop it no and you they say think, can, and you can say you, you say you? get a job <laughs> that's right pay my bills <laughs> pay my bills and then you can so, Nick, I know you don't know whether or not you've gotten it because, you know, your wife has it. 
Dave, that's true. I know you don't know that you have it because you haven't checked your bank. And Paul, have you gotten yours? Yes, I have. Yes, got it. I, I got mine. And my question is, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with your stimulus money? It's already gone. It's already gone. So that's why you don't know because it's gone already? It's gone. It's it's already gonna be gone. He's already bought a few games. And... Nope, nope, nope. It's all going to bills. I've got, a, bills. I've, got, I've got a looming electric bill that needs to be paid. Mm-hmm. So. Right now he's lighting his apartment with candles. <laughs> so... <laughs> Going old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, those are a lot cheaper than, you know, keeping the lights on. Sometimes, you know. Sometimes. Sometimes. What about you, Nick? What would if 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 your wife actually gave you permission to to use the stimulus money, all of it? How would you how would you spend it? I mean, how would you stimulate? How would I stimulate the economy? How how would you uh, would you use it to to pay off some stuff, or would you you know you planning to treat yourself with something? Maybe get you a nice TV. Maybe. Maybe you get a little heater that you can yeah. put in your smoking room so you it can would, have, it would have two people things. over there it would in a week be, of time. It would be, yes. Yeah. It would be two things. It would be the heater, mm-hmm. get a nice big heater for the room, mm-hmm. and then I would go right up the street from here and go to Shooter's Outpost and buy as much ammo as I possibly could Good luck with the rest anything. of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would have to probably go on the black market at this point because yeah. there's, like, no ammo anywhere. And mm-hmm. if you can find ammo anywhere... They're usually limiting you to a box or two. a box of ammo, which is fifty or twenty if you're yeah. doing five, five, six, um, which is horrendous. Yeah. But I would buy as much ammo as I can, and then whatever was left over, which would probably be a lot, uh, I'd probably buy a gun, another gun or something. Mm. I'd ask Rod what he'd do with it, but he's in Canada, so he doesn't count. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Paul, what about you? What What are you going to do with your little stimulus check? Are you going to stimulate about, anything? We're, we're gonna, he's going to pay vet bills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> buy the cat another five days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wrong. That is so wrong, man. He went there. I can't believe he went there. We're actually going to. Yeah. We're looking into getting a sectional coach. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So we grew the animals because <laughs> when we first moved back into this, this this place that we're living in, my girlfriend's had for about fifteen years. Let's she, get a sectional. Yeah. Sectional. <laughs> Sectionals are awesome, man. I got one in my house. We let when, me hear you. When we were talk. when we were moving, <laughs> when we were moving back into this place, we just ended up getting like a couch and a, and a recliner, and we figured that if we're going to stay here long enough, which we probably are, mm-hmm. we have to up, <laughs> we have to upgrade our furniture because you know it's just we've got some extra room that we can utilize, and so we're trying to figure out how a sectional couch would go in there, and that's really my girlfriend likes those couches, yeah. and I. I can I can uh, I can go along with that. As I I just I said to her as long as one section is a recliner, I'm fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all I really want is just to be able to recline back. I don't like the ones that you just you have to sit up like this mm-hmm. and you can't you know you can't you know lean back and all Reclining that. Reclining is important. Reclining is very important. important. Yes, yeah. Yeah. extremely important. She's she's not a big. She'll recline sometimes, but she likes to just kind of you know huddle up in there, and mm-hmm. I think that's why she likes that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, it but it has to be leather this time. Because the animals, yeah, they just you know, hair and other things get on it. So much made easier that to clean. We made that mistake when we first uh, moved back into this place. We got uh, fabric, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, when you have animals, it just it's uh, a nightmare. Not it's just a nightmare, does not dude. go well. So, yep. yep. What did Rod say? If I got a stimulus check, I'd blow. 
Wait, then it scroll. Then you scroll, scroll up, and then scroll it there. Scroll all the way. Check it. Like, it, 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 it works on four cigars up here. Yes. There you, there go. you go. That's about 600 bucks. Yeah. It's about four cigars. <laughs> four shot oaks. Four yeah. Cigars, I'll take a Habano. <laughs> Whoa, he's rolling. That's, that's oh, my gosh. So there you go. Oh. Uh, for me, for me, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, I have a bake of corms. It's gonna, it's gonna go to to heat and yes, yeah. You know those those kind of extra things. Mm-hmm. Got him. You know it's uh, yeah. It, uh, it's, uh, you know six hundred bucks when you have a family of five. That's not a lot. Nope. No, it goes quick. Nope, nope. it's not a lot. Yep. And so, uh, glad for it, but uh, you know it's uh, not really going to make that much of a difference. Yeah, but it's better than nothing, I suppose, right? Well, well when you got uh, what seven hundred million, seven hundred billion going to other countries. What's, yeah. What's yeah. What's six hundred dollars? Yeah, you know? I know, I, right? I, I, you bro- you break it down, it turns out to something like a a buck sixty four a day. It's crazy. Yeah. It's since everything started, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's uh, yeah. They need to I mean, do like one of those sad little. Poor commercials for like poor uh, commercials. Poor, <laughs> poor commercials for like Americans for a dollar sixty four cents a day. Mm-hmm. You too can support an American. Yes. <laughs> Good point. It's gonna be that. I, I'm pretty sure they already have a commercial out. Mm. All right. Well, this cigar <laughs> we're, we're all smoking like is, on a couch is about up. seven days worth of that support right here. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> And uh, what's what's the final verdict here on the uh, Padron 1964? Do we have to have a final GAA verdict? I'm pretty sure that Maduro. everybody's going to be excellent. Exactly. Well, what do you think? How do you think that it went with the rum? Uh, I think it went very well with the rum. Well, what? very well. Well, first of all, well, I, well, I, I went well. Incredibly well. Went real well. Went Incredibly well. I will say this. This cigar is pulling out a lot more of the chocolate notes from the rum. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, for without sure. a doubt, Amen, and and the rum is absolutely uh, intensifying the, the the cocoa sweetness the from the cigar. So it is gosh, playing yeah. very very well. I think this has been a fantastic pairing. Yeah. I agree. I've and this, always and, thought rum went great with padrones, and this rum is probably one of the best. I've see, had. I didn't know that. I I don't drink rum, so I I really took a shot in the dark. And after reading that publication on this particular rum with Bravo. a with a 1964 padrone, I said, why not? And mm-hmm. you know what? This Bravo. is this is going to go up there as I think one of the the better pairings that I've uh, brought to the table. Yeah, for sure. Yep, totally Very agree. Good. Totally agree with him. We all in line with that. Mm-hmm. Padrones are good. You can't say anything bad about them. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. All right. <laughs> we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to be looking at a brick-and-mortar exclusive from Cornell and Deal. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, we're back. Thanks for hanging in there. And we are smoking this. We are smoking House Reserve from Cornell and Deal. And uh, that is a brick-and-mortar exclusive from Cornell and Deal. And from the tin, it says this. And I'm going to read from my computer because the tin is, like, so small. It's hard to read that stuff. So I uh, rewrote it into the computer here so I can actually see it. Uh, (laughs) Our tribute to dedicated brick-and-mortar tobacconists, House Reserve offers a familiar, inviting aroma right out of the tin. That is so true. Cavendish, Burley, and Virginia's are all carefully blended, cased, pressed, and sliced to create this old-school flake tobacco. A special selection. 
for the tobacconist. It is manufactured by Cornell and Deal, blended by uh, Jeremy Reeves. It's a Virginia base blend. And uh, like it says in the description, it's a Virginia Cavendish at Burley. And it is cased with rum and plum. Mm. Oh. Rum and plum, people. Rum. rum and plum. It is a flake cut. And we are continuing to oh. enjoy this wonderful rum, the Anniversario Reserva Exclusiva rum. Oh, Gesundheit. Mm. It is very, very good with this tobacco. Oh, the rum yeah. casing, you have that with it. And it just, you just know, it, rum is going to just help this tobacco um, since oh. it's a base in there. It brings out the sweetness of things. What do you guys think? What's what's your initial thoughts on the uh, pairing? Mm. Oh, it's bringing out a lot more of the sweetness, the mm-hmm. bready notes. The, the retrohale has a nice spice, but floral notes mm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, just this is just really, really intoxicating. The the, mm. the pairing, the pairing together is just really, really nice. Now, don't be fooled. This tobacco is not an aromatic. Mm. You know, when you're making flakes, you need to use something like rum. Mm. You know, to get the f- flake to press and and uh, uh, so that you could make the flakes out of it. And uh, so, I, I'm telling you, I think the rum. <laughs> brings out the plum (laughs) (laughs) and but you know it is not an aromatic at all but it is a very very pleasant room note to this tobacco it's nice and sweet but it's not too sweet Mm. it's Mm. it it doesn't cross that line of a kind of a uh you know with aromatics you get this very overt kind of flavor um that you can tell it is something not tobacco that's not what's happening here. It is really, really good. It's Nick, all natural. Very good. What's What's your thoughts on the pairing of the tobacco here? Uh, the The rum is bringing out more of the sweet note in the Virginias. The The burly that bread uh, note that's in there. Um, it's really, really nice. Mm. Um, the combination between them both is playing very well on my palate. Mm. Dave, what do you think? I think the. Uh, Are you gonna have to pee again? Yeah. <laughs> I think the. Uh, the rum is definitely bringing out the plum. Is mm-hmm. the... I said that, yes. <laughs> I concur. Drip drop <laughs> little April showers. <laughs> no, it's not making you get up. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. All right. Um, now, Savinelli um, <laughs> also makes a series of pipes that are brick-and-mortar exclusive uh, called the uh, Matone, uh, which is Italian for brick. And that line of cigars is that line of cigars. That line of pipes is only available in brick and mortar stores. But other than that, and this tobacco house reserve, I'm not aware of anything else pipe related that is specifically limited to brick and mortar stores. And if somebody out there knows of something, I would really like to know what it is. Um, so if you're watching out there, if you're one of the, you know, millions of people watching us live right now on mm-hmm. Facebook, um, and you know something, uh, put it in a comment. Let us, let us see that. Cause I'd love to know. Um, this was, you know, an idea to do the, you know, the house reserve here, uh, really kind of came out of, uh, a meeting that, uh, 
at, at Cornell and Deal after, you know, talking about how they could, you know, support brick and mortar stores more. And our own man, Mark Mormar, said, yeah, yeah. you know, you do blends that are online exclusives, and that kind of leaves the brick and mortar stores out of it. Why don't you try doing a uh, blend that is exclusive to brick and mortar stores? And they thought that was a good idea. They came up with this, and it's limited to 1,000 tents. It's a very small run. Uh, now, we, we got a lot. <laughs> so we'll, we'll have a lot. And, and this stuff is selling like, like nothing. At, yeah, at uh, twins, it's it's, so it's going good. really, really well. Uh, we're probably halfway through the the amount that I got, and I thought that was going to last a. It's not going to last as long as I thought it was going to, but it was so successful that uh, the word is that they are planning on doing more brick and mortar exclusives uh, in the future. Yeah, Nothing's yeah, been announced yet. Nice. That's not official, but the unofficial word uh from my man mark is that that is going to happen Sweet. so um i'm looking forward to what they might do this year for brick and mortar exclusive mm-hmm. or maybe a couple who knows mm. and uh, if you people at cnd are listening do more than one come out with a couple and um, we will make it worth your while trust me mm-hmm. um, any talk of them continuing to make this as uh from what you just said, because this this is really a this is a wonderful blend. Wonderful blend is absolutely correct. You it's, know, it it, it 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 I think hits so many different palates. Mm, mm. If you like a fuller body tobacco, this is it. I mean, this is a medium medium plus to yep, me. Yeah. Um, if you like a tobacco that's sweet, if you like aromatics, there's a fair amount of sweetness here. Mm-hmm. Especially with the rum. And it, you pair it with some rum, and you're going to be like a really happy man. You want a tobacco that has a nice room note? This has it. Yep. You like Virginia's? This has it. You like the Burley? This, this has, has it. it. You know, um, it it really hits a lot of different palates. It's very, very good. Now, let me, let me ask you guys a, a kind of a general question here. You know, last year, 2020, we didn't know what was going to happen once the whole corona stuff went on and there was a time where we thought everything was going to just be bad and then it ended up being a banner year for lots of stores here in new hampshire and not the least of which was twins Mm -hmm. we had an incredible year what do you think lies ahead for twins and stores this year do you think it's going to be kind of a similar thing where these increased sales are going to keep going or do you think it's going to scale back what what do you think i think it's going to keep going i really do i think that and, and i'm being positive here I, I i said it last week i think this is going to be a banner year for everyone i'm i'm, I'm under that uh, that thought that i i think we have seen the worst behind us mm-hmm. i think we have a, a bright 2021 and i think people are just going to want to celebrate you know celebrate other things other other you know businesses uh, that have been shuttered or or restricted opening up i think you know people traveling people being able to do other things i think they're going to want to celebrate and i think we're going to be a part of that mm-hmm. so i think we're going to have uh, uh and 
we've been able to bring in newer uh, customers too. We, I mean, every yeah. week we see new customers coming every in. Every week, new people. So I think people are realizing that you know, in this year they've been able, they've had to, they've had to really think outside the box for uh, their escape, mm-hmm. uh, for their vacations, for their free time, and and they've been coming into Twins and and and. Uh, learning about cigars, and they're just going to keep coming back. So I think this year is going to be even better. Mm. You know, I think a lot of companies are realizing that uh, people are just as productive working at home. Yep, yep, exactly. I've heard that over and over again. Oh, yeah. And uh, I know, you know, that companies are seriously rethinking, you know, having the major office space that they've had to rent before. And uh, I, I don't think people going back to work is, I mean, you know, as in working at the office instead of being at home. Yeah. I think you're going to see more more and more people working from home. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to continue the, you know, desire to have cigars and pipe tobacco at home. Correct. Because if you can be, especially in the summertime, out on your porch, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, or if you're like me and have a smoking room in the house, it really doesn't matter what season it is. <laughs> you know, if you can do that from from your house, you know, why wouldn't you? Right. And, you know, a lot of people have been doing that, and I, I think it, I think you're going to see it keep going. What do you guys think about that? Yep. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think so it's too. a new way to pass the time for some people. Mm-hmm. You know, there, I I probably show at least one person a week how to smoke a pipe. You know, it's it's been uh, just growth after growth. You know. Um, I think they're, we're used to like, I guess, I hate to say it, but the new norm, you know, it doesn't look like there's some things that might be going away. Um, and, but the nice thing is, is that we know how to work under this pressure mm-hmm. and we know how to, how to, uh, to take the pressure off. You know, we know how to, you know, we know how to, you know, still enjoy what we did before. It might be a little different, but we can still go there, you know, like. Well, that's certainly something that's that's great about cigars and pipes is that it is a stress relief, and it is something that you can do, you know, you know, from your home or at the lounge, you well, know. And yeah, uh, um, you know, I've always looked at it as you know when you sell somebody a cigar or pipe or pipe tobacco, you're giving that person time for themselves to relax and enjoy you know, taking a break or a breather from things. And, you know, so creating those memories, those moments, and I think people really need that now. They need that more than ever. Mm. You know, how do we do that if I can't go to the movies, if I can't go to the restaurant, you know, as often as I used to, um, you know, for whatever reason. You know, my my wife, you know, works in the health, you know, uh, business. She works with... with uh, um, people who are she works with the elderly and people who really would be high risk for crew. so we don't go out a lot out of respect for you know her work we we don't want to you know we want to limit ourselves so that she doesn't get into the place where she has to yeah. you know stay at home or whatever and so this is a way for us to enjoy time at home and um you know, I, I don't see that backing off. I don't see it either. This is the, my wife now is working from home. She has her, she has her laptop going. She has two screens and everything. And she 
has told me in numerous occasions that she's less stressed and gets more work done at home. And I think everybody's kind of experiencing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, you get more businesses that are going to be opening up. We've had really good year last year, and I think it's just going to continue. You know, we have a number of customers here at Hooksit, and I know you do at Londonderry too, who come in and they, they do their work here. Yeah. Yep. And uh, all of them, to a person, say they get more done here yeah. than they do in their office. When I was pastoring churches full-time, um, I was very often at a nearby, you know, brick-and-mortar store, and um, I always got more work done at the shop than I did either at the home or at the office. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I saw it as, a, as a, one of the most productive things I could do was go. go to the smoke shop. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, when it's cold, like it is now, mm-hmm. and, and maybe I've thought about this question because, you know, we we had a, a heating snafu here at the uh, Hooksit, yeah. and uh, we had none <laughs> when, when I came in this morning, and we got that fixed within a couple of hours and everything. But you know, it, you know, it was fifty something degrees in the store when I got in, and um, what I immediately went for was my Yep. And having something nice and warm to hold in your hand, keep the fingers warm, mm. that helped me, you know, pass a couple of hours until we were able to get things straightened out. When it's cold, you know, what's your go-to thing? Do you still go for a cigar if you want to smoke something, or do you go for a pipe? Ooh, a cigar for me. Cigar for you. Yep. Because, and again, we've talked about this before. <laughs> I don't mind bundling up. Mm-hmm. Again, I can't smoke in the house, but shame. my smoking, my shame. smoking, shame. my smoking shame. room is the great outdoors. Mm-hmm. All right. So I know in the winter time, you know, I'm going to be going out, and my dog is going to want to go for a walk, and I just mm-hmm. bundle up, grab a few cigars, and go out on the walk with him. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, I, I. I I, I'm not cold. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to look to the cigar to warm me up. I'm just going to enjoy the, you know, the outdoors for what it is and enjoy mm-hmm. the company and all uh, and all that and what we're doing. So to me, that's what I go for. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough, Paul. Do you guys have anything to say? Definitely a pipe for me. Pipe for you if it's yeah. cold? If it's cold. Yep. And I feel the same with you about, you know, keeping your hands warm. I hate being cold. So, yeah. yeah. I think the pipe provides the most warmth. You know, it feels like, I feel like to me, uh, just by default, the pipe is like a cold weather smoking thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just how I, I think, you know. You see a lot more people smoking pipes in the wintertime. Yeah. You do. How about you, Nick? I bundle up just like Paul. Take the dog for a long walk. Just throw on my, my winter smoking jacket and get out there. That's it. And grab we, a cigar. Know, grab uh, a cigar or pipe. No, his, his thing is bourbon. I do. I well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's usually uh, anything. Anything. When you, when you, when you take Zeus for a walk, what do you what do you take that's with a you? cigar? Okay. The pipe. I like to sit down in my smoking room and I like to enjoy a little bit better. The the cigar for me has always kind of been a walking thing. 
Um, now, how many fingers do you have before you go out, though? How many fingers? Yeah. Like, oh, of alcohol? Yeah. I'm drinking while I'm walking, man. There you go. I didn't flask at all. Yeah, man. <laughs> I have this very nice flask that I keep in the inside of my in my inside pocket. I take a little bit of hit when uh, when I'm walking, and we have a great time. So basically, <laughs> bourbon is your best friend. Bourbon is my best friend. Yes. Bourbon and a cigar. Okay. Get, that that match is is spectacular. Mm. Is excellent, as Paul would say it. Pastor, uh, excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the first recording in the new year. That it is. What what do you guys want to see happen with not just one smoke this coming year? Oh. <laughs> Sponsorship. <laughs> well, other than that. I would I would like to see us get a even though we, we have a really good calling right now or a really good audience, I'd like to see a lot more people tune in to to the show. I know right now there's a few people watching. We appreciate you. I just want, I want like 50 people watching. I know that's maybe a, a little bit more into the future. Uh, 50 we, people watching you drink. That's, that's And smoke. And smoke, mm-hmm. yeah. That's, that's something, that's right? That's something, yeah. yeah. I think that oh, probably mirrors another announcement that we're having. I think those will go up when we make our switch. Switcheroo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, since since you brought it up, um, we want you all to know that uh, as of next week, next Monday, we are going to be doing our live show on YouTube instead of Facebook. <clears throat> and uh, honestly, the big reason for that is we have been hearing from a number of people locally around here that uh they don't have facebook and uh don't have ready access to the podcast uh, until it goes out you know a week later and uh, so we're going to be switching to youtube and uh, we have a youtube channel and uh our podcast goes up there you know it gets uh, this video that you're watching now gets edited and then goes out on youtube the following week um so last week's podcast came out today on youtube um but uh beginning next week we're going to start on youtube and we will not be doing the facebook anymore uh just so that uh more people can be uh watching it you're still going to be able to um make comments you're still going to be able to interact you're still going to be able to ask us questions um but it'll be on a different platform that is a little bit more open i think yeah yep. paul yep yeah exactly yep. Yep. because you don't need an account to to watch you, you don't yeah. yep that's true you yep. don't need an account to watch us whereas you have to have an account to, to watch us on uh, facebook and frankly if you're not following us on the facebook page you're not going to get notified when it happens and Facebook won't let me use the word smoke. So instead of looking up not just blowing smoke, you have to look up NJBS. Correct. Which it maybe is not a big deal, but if you're trying to find us, it's a big deal. So mm. there you go. 
Um, anything else you want to see happen in the coming year? Goals? Things? Guests? Try to get uh, Mr. Carlito Fuente on mm. the show. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see him on the show. I think uh, I think it'll be a great, great episode with him. He's been in the game for God knows how long, how many years. Since the earth was cooling. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, just a, 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 a great talker. Me and, me and Paul had a conversation with him when he came to the shop and we had that event. You were there as well. Um, and the knowledge that that guy has for being in the industry for so long oh, is, yeah. is astounding. I'd love, I'd love to interview him on the show. That'd yep. be great. Mm -hmm. I'd love to have Nick Perdomo on, yeah. especially uh, since I we named the, uh, his show his cigar, uh, our cigar of the year. I, I was just going to say that, Dan. I think Nick Perdomo would would be a fantastic guest, absolutely fantastic guest on the show. I think he would, uh, he would absolutely go for it. He would uh, be a He's the wealth of wealth of information. He was just he's just a a great personality. Uh, he, he's I think he would be a fantastic fantastic addition here. Mm. I would also me personally I would like to and I talked to was talking to Nick about this the other day too uh, to expand our live events mm. too. Now we don't have any events currently planned for the foreseeable future because of this whole. COVID, COVID stuff, stuff. Yeah. but when things start to open up and we start planning events, I would like to take the NJBS mobile yeah. and actually do an event live during the event. Uh, we tried it with the Tatuaje, and I think we can expand that even further. So I, I would like to see us you know, break out of our little studio here and, and do a live event uh, mobile, Dave. Uh, so we can mobile Dave, mobile Dave, mobile we're, Dave. We're actually already mobile. Then we're we just, just we just need to just have an event here, to do so it. We just need an event to do we it. We just need so an event to do it. Pre-set up. Yep, that camera can go anywhere okay. without wires. Okay, yep. Good. Good. it's just not at the moment. Yep. <clears throat> um, Dave, what is your favorite uh, snow-based activity? Ooh, oh, making oh, snowmen. Oh, Throwing it. Snowing. Uh, <laughs> ooh. Like, I haven't done it in decades, but I loved, I loved skiing. I really, really, did. and I'm really sad that I haven't, I haven't gone in a long time. But I have had so much fun skiing. I love, I loved it. You I love the skiing. speed. I love the adrenaline. I, I loved everything. The falling. About it. Yes, falling. Yes. Getting you, up, getting well, you, you get a good amount of falling. I learned how to, I learned how to ski on a, on a black diamond. We went up to the wrong peak by accident so <laughs> that was literally my first time was you know i'm going time. too fast fall over i'm going too fast fall over i'm going too fast so it's a good time and yep. you're still with us that's yeah. good yeah. yes that's good. Yeah. nick what about you what's your favorite snow-based activity snow angels no i'm just kidding no, i do not. enjoy snow i do enjoy making you snow love angels getting down with your wife making little snow angels it's fun having zoos come over and lick your little face having some yellow snow snowboarding snowboarding yeah i'm i'm a big snowboarder i haven't been in the last two years um Why is it? Uh, getting the house together and just doing chicken coop that and just the wife. not having not having time um mm -hmm. Now I made it. I told uh, I told a, a couple of family members that that I go uh, snowboarding with. Uh, some of them are skiers, but 
I told him like this year we got to make it a make it a a thing that we got to get up to a mountain this year, even if it's just one time. Um, Not and just blowing smoke ski trip. We could do that. We can do that. You could do that. I yeah. could do that. We Dan, could do you that. Could do, you could do a tubing. That would be awesome. Yeah, we could put Dan in a tube and push him down the hill uh-huh. as he's trying to, you know, keep to the smoke notes. Smoke a pipe. Smoke a pipe and keep yeah. to the notes. Yeah. Paul, Paul. Will be, Paul will be right behind him. Paul, what about you? What's your favorite uh, <laughs> snow-based activity? None of the above. <laughs> I like to watch my plow driver plow my driveway out from the window of my warm and inviting house i i don't like snow i really i'm I'm surprised that you know in the 54 years that i've been living in new england i'm still here yeah uh and and my yeah yeah yeah, here we go over there and my uh my tolerance for snow is getting less and less uh so i i again we do what we have to do and winters seem to be extending into april god forbid it's going into early may mm-hmm. <laughs> god forbid June. uh starting as early as any end of in the end of october so we have to do something but quite frankly so basically uh, what you're saying is your ba- your favorite snow activity is plowing and you could watch not it me day. plowing watching yeah, someone plow me all. out yeah yeah no i i'm i, I, I <laughs> brings just, him I, so I, much joy i like to yeah. watch the snowflakes fall through my window when i'm in my house that's yeah. it I, I i'm not a i'm not a I don't like snow. Yeah. Not a not a winter Even, fan. Not a winter fan. Sorry, no. it's just I'm You're just, in the wrong part of the. Country, I know though. I am, my friend, but yeah. I, I love the summers here. I yep. love the late spring through early fall. Yep. And that's it. Yep. Yep. Amen to that. What you wanted me to tell you? What my yes, yes, yeah, we would love yes. to. Yes. And I know, I know it has something to do with your fireplace and. My favorite. My favorite snow-based activity is watching the snow melt. (laughs) (laughs) You can see Danny out there in his his chair, smoking his pipe, watching a snowbank melt on a 55-degree day. You know, I love I love watching it melt, watching it go away. That's that's my favorite snow-based activity. Was your was your favorite part in the Chronicles of Narnia the the cartoon one when all the snow is melting and they're all like, yeah. Yeah, and you know, that was everybody's favorite part. Everybody's favorite part was when the hundred year winter ended. Thank the good Lord Almighty. Aslan is on the move. Yes. This mm-hmm. is probably one of my favorite Christmases, if for nothing else, than to watch all that rain that came wash Washing the snow away. Oh, that was so glorious. <laughs> it was great. It was hard for me not to smile looking out the window. And then yeah. I got to chuckle thinking, you know, Dave wanted it to snow 12 inches. Instead, it rained 12 inches. <laughs> yeah, you know what's, what, what really was not fair was the next day I woke up and there was like this confetti snow crap on my car. Like it snowed that night, but it was just like, it was like someone broke styrofoam and dumped it on my car. It was like really That's, weird. And it happened night. Christmas night? Yeah, Christmas, yeah. Night. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas night, day yeah. night. So you could actually say you had a white Christmas. No, not satisfactory. <laughs> yeah. Technically, it was a white Christmas day. No, yeah, no, no. It was technically, technically a white, white Christmas. Christmas. It needs to snow on Christmas. Period. It did, didn't it? It did. 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 No, it's the next day in the morning. Wow. It came overnight before midnight. Yeah. No. Yeah. It snowed overnight. And that's, <laughs> that's what happened. It counted. Nope. It counted. 
Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's my favorite snow-based activity is watching it go away. The yep. heat miser is on my crap list. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, <laughs> viewer questions, viewer questions. Uh, we, uh, I've been oh, asked yeah. this. We have a viewer question. And that is this. Uh, why do I sometimes get dizzy when I'm smoking a cigar? Get all that vitamin N. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, get all that uh, vitamin N in you. What does what does that mean, Nick? Nick Oteen. Yes, yes. And uh, when you have a little too much vitamin N, at least more than you're able to handle, Nick has not had to worry about that for years. That's true. Because he smokes every day. My tolerance for nicotine is through the roof. Mm -hmm. The only actually the only time I actually got a buzz was when we did the episode with. Uh, the Nas, when we had... Uh, you got a buzz with the Nas? I got a little buzz, yeah. I didn't get a buzz with the Nas. I got a little buzz. I said, but as soon I as, as, as soon as I got in my car to drive home, it went away, and I immediately had to smoke another cigar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I was good. Now, you know what you... you so when, you, when you're starting to feel dizzy, you're starting to feel bad after you're smoking a cigar. You ever feel that way, Paul? Once in a while. Once in a while. Yeah. When's the last time you felt that way? June of 1978. Yeah, no, it's it's been a while. It's, <laughs> it's been, been a while. while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what nicotine does is it lowers your blood sugar. Yep. And uh, that's what makes you start to feel dizzy, start to feel a little nauseous, you know. And a uh, uh, little, little factoid here. If you are starting to feel a little woozy when you're smoking a cigar, um, get a little piece of chocolate or a, a sugar packet or something. Reese's peanut put butter a little, Put a little sugar under your tongue mm -hmm. and just let it, you know, uh, absorb, absorb into your uh, mouth there. And that feeling will go away because that's what's happening. Once you, once you um, get your blood sugar back up, um, that feeling will go away. So if you were having a, a cigar or pipe tobacco and it's ended up being a little bit too strong for you, just have a little something sweet yeah, and so. you will be just fine. Mm -hmm. You won't need to go worship the porcelain bowl or anything like that. <laughs> you, you could. Just fine. You could. You could. You know, maybe if you're Nick, you maybe think, oh, I haven't done that in a while. Maybe I should. No. <laughs> but, um, no. There's no need to. There's no need to, my friends. Just uh, in, up your little uh, blood sugar and you will be fine. Um, you guys ready for some would you rather questions? Yeah. Let's do it. That's why I'm here. Nick. Yes. Nick, would you rather give up all drinks except for water? Why do you have to go there? Or give up eating anything that was cooked in an oven. Oh, God. Man, that's a tough question. Mm -hmm. Well, love to yes, drink. Would I rather would I love to eat? Would I rather <laughs> die of thirst or what? die of starvation? <laughs> that's basically <laughs> Nick's quandary here. Well, what was the first one? I'd give up everything except for water? Mm-hmm. You can only drink water, or you can't ever eat anything that was cooked in an oven. What about a crock pot? That's not an oven. 
There you go. That's my answer. So my wife cooks a lot in the crock pot, and I love those meals. Um, so yeah, it'd probably be anything in an oven. I'd I'd give it up in a minute. Give it up in a hot minute. Okay, so we again for the second week in a row established the relative alcoholism. Yes. Oh come yes. on, that's yeah. just not fair, man. You guys are. Guys are making me out to be an alcoholic, and I'm I am not. I but, enjoy. But I think, I think what you're gonna find, and this is just my <laughs> guess, is that we're all gonna have the same answer. Probably. I enjoy having a few drinks a day, <laughs> an hour. <laughs> How many drinks did you have before you got here, Nick? I only had three. Uh, one, three. I five, only had three. Ten, That's it. Only three. It was well, right at right at eleven o'clock. Move a decimal How, point there. How many I, fingers were each of those drinks? I don't even count anymore. There's only four figures. I had four. I had three drinks. What it was, look, of four I, had, I had a nice glass of Coquito before I went out and stacked some wood. Maybe a couple hours after that, wife came out with some bourbon to warm me up a little bit. Next drinks come in pints. No, they do not. <laughs> only the Guinness. Um, and, you know, we I had a drink before we left to go out for dinner. Then I had a Manhattan at dinner. And now I'm here. So that's four. Was it? I don't really count the coquito <laughs> at you know eleven o'clock a drink. That was more of a. That was more of a. That was that's more a, of a, a breakfast drink, drink yeah, you know. Drink. That was more of yeah. Hey. So that's, drinks before ten in the morning don't count in your daily. I don't count them. Yourself. I don't count any drinks. I just, I just drink what I got to drink, baby. That's it. Dave. I no. <laughs> you have your own question. <gasps> would you rather have out of control body hair oh yeah or a strong pungent <laughs> body odor oh <laughs> isn't it like almost one of the same like no not it like, no, no it's not no um no it is not do you i don't to, want to be the spleen do you no, need to comb the your hair. butt or do you want to my smell butt. like a butt <laughs> i'll be a star Wars he will movie. be Wookie. Chewbacca. Yeah. I'll be a Wookiee. He yeah. will not need to wear yeah. the sweater that nope. he's wearing. Nope. He me. will he will just have a patch of twins on his hair chest. Can I comb your nipples? Yep. Oh my I'll braid, yes. braid my nipples. Oh God. <laughs> my God. <laughs> I remember I used to work when I used to work out at the gym now I work out at my house. But uh I used to go to the gym and there was a guy there every morning at seven he'd come in at seven o'clock in the morning. And it looked like he would wear a sweater underneath his tank top. And it was just, I couldn't believe it. I just, yeah. man, I'll pay for the waxing, man. Mm. I will pay for that waxing. My God, get it under Some control. Some people have lots of hair. And, and just for Nick's question, I would choose the water. I would only drink water and I would have all my food because alcohol means nothing to me, really. I don't care if I have it. Mm. But you, food? Have Mount, you have Mountain Dew, Dave. That's true. Yes, you have Mountain That's Dew. true. Mountain Dew. So, yeah, I, I guess your priorities are in order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Paul. Yes. We already know you have out of control body hair, so you get <laughs> <doesn't>. <laughs> his his arms are a little on the hairy side, you know. But he's got hairy really? muscles. I don't. I don't yeah, think he's, so, man. He's got a little. He's got a little hair. They're a lot more than me. Got to comb your. Would you head. rather I'm like Paul... a five year old boy next to Paul? Shh. Would you rather be chased by the police for a murder you didn't commit <laughs> or hunted by a psychopathic clown? Wow. 
<laughs> they all swim down here, Paul. <laughs> I'd rather be chased by... I don't know. I'd rather be hunted by a psychopathic clown. Really? Wow. Because... He's seen that movie. <laughs> you fear the men in blue, don't you? <laughs> I don't know. I... <laughs> You, you'd rather be facing a psychopath. Clowns clown. don't bother me. Clowns don't do bother me. Do not bother you. me. I know some people just freak out over clowns. Clowns do not bother me. I think I have a fair chance of turning the turning the tables on that little psycho. So if like the Heath Leather Joker so, was just coming at you. Yeah, like, no, that, that, I would I would rather go I'd rather have the clown come after me. I'd have a better shot, I think. Hmm. Well, there you go. There you go. What do you know? Is there a question for you, Danny? No. That's the plus. Right. I the thought guy. of the last one for Dan. Someone else thinks of something. Mm-hmm. Dave? My, my brain is dry. Good. Oh, okay. Okay. So we're just moving on. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Come on. If I would have known that, I would have I would have made up something on the way here. Oh, sure. Yeah. Now, um, next week on Not Just Blowing Smoke, it, we are going to be uh, asking that question. Uh, you taste what? <laughs> you taste cigar, what? You know, you know how some people say, you know, and we've said it, you know, there's bread notes, there's chocolate, there's coffee. How, and I know people who are like, how do you do that? How do you pick this stuff up? And so we're going to be spending an episode trying to talk a little bit about how to uh, grow your sense of taste and how to hone your palate so that you can start describing things and not like in you know i taste you know uh coriander coriander or you know rice krispies or paprika last year snickers bars <laughs> snickers, snickers bars, bars. Mm. you know not not like that but how do you how do you pick out these flavors and, and a lot of that has to do with just kind of concentrating on your um uh taste and thinking about it and so we're going to do that next week and we're going to do that with the 724 113 yeah that's a which, great cigar to do it with uh, mm-hmm. was uh lost for a while and has now come home found. and is now found the prodigal cigar has come home and uh we're also going to be smoking uh peterson's uh my mixture 965 mm. which has been a classic pipe tobacco for years and years and years and years and uh, two very different tastes and uh, we're going to be talking about how to go about uh, trying to train yourself so that you can talk in terms of uh, what you taste in a cigar so that when you read those reviews and they say i taste chocolate or coffee or leather you can kind of start getting on caramel toffee no no caramel toffee yeah. So I have a question for you, Dan. I thought of one. Mm-hmm. Would you Would you rather give up pipes <laughs> or cigars? I was kind of weak, but I'll go along with it. What do you got? Who Who would probably give up cigars? I'd probably give up cigars. That was the easy one. So Pastor Padron would be Pastor Peterson. Pastor Peterson. Or... If I If I had to pick, and and. Uh... You know, it's just you have so much more control over your smoking experience with a pipe. Very true. Mm. And 
you can get a lot you of those cigar flavors in a pipe and you can go a whole lot more. There's just a much broader range of enjoyment uh, for me in the pipe. Uh, now, that would be a that would be like in, on one hand, you know, cutting off, you know, choosing which hand to cut off. I mean, that's a, that's a tough decision. But I have found myself smoking the pipe more than the cigar recently. And some of that has to do with the fact that I'm in charge of the pipes here at Twins. And so I, that's kind of where I'm, where I've been hired to sit. Even if money was no object? Like you could smoke whatever cigar you wanted, whenever. You know, I, I, I really, I really enjoy the cigars, but I, I'm, you know, if I'm honest, I'm finding myself, you know, I, I'm getting a lot more, I'm picking up a lot more nuances and mm-hmm. things in the pipes than I am in the cigars. Mm. I would yeah. have to agree with that, you know. Uh, but there you go. What do you know? Uh, now, what's our speaking of pipes here? What's what's your final verdict on this house reserve? There was one thousand tins made. We have a bunch of it here at Twins. We've sold a bunch of it. Um, I know it's not going to last probably more than another month. Mm. You know, it's it's going to go. Um, but uh, what do you guys think of this stuff? I I think this is great, great pipe tobacco. Yep, great pipe tobacco. Great fruit. Nice bread. Nice little spice. Grapefruit? Grapefruit? Great fruit. Okay, great fruit. Uh, nice spice with that floral notes and the retrohale. The, the oh. pairing went superb with mm-hmm. it. It went superb with both the cigar and the pipe. I think it was a, a really, really good choice. Again, shot, it, shot in the dark. Didn't even know what to expect, but I'm, uh, I'm a very happy man right now. Oh yeah, the the pairing is fantastic. Mm. Paul hit it out of the park. And, and I gotta, I have to. Kendra does not have this at the bar. She doesn't know anything about oh. this. But I'm gonna have to convince her to Drop bring this in. Drop her off the rest of the bar. I'm gonna have to convince her to bring this in. Yeah, this is a really great rum. Yeah, it's really nice. One of the best rums that I've had. Yeah, for um, what? Twenty-two bucks. Twenty-two Gee, bucks. Even insane. even if the even if price is not involved. I've had, you know what I mean, the special reserve that you can only get at the Bacardi factory um, in Puerto Rico, and that's a $180 bottle. And this is, I'd probably have to say it's a little bit better than that reserve. Mm, That's crazy. That reserve is, they have, uh, their blend on that is anywhere between 12, I I believe it's 12 and 14 years Mm. in that, in those batches, in those barrels. And for this, and like I said, with price no option, I would still probably pick this over. There's more depth to it. Um, there's that nice mm. sweet molasses in there, but it's not too overpowering. Uh, it brought out a lot of chocolate notes in the Padron. It's bringing yeah. out a lot of fruit <laughs> notes in this. And uh, Dave, you all right? Yep. All right, cool. Um, and it's 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 an unbelievable parent. Mm. Really, really nice. I I uh, just like Kramer would say, bye bye bye. <laughs> Yeah, right, it's Paul. Just, it's just so right. full of flavor. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much flavor in this. There's like, you know, the the fruits. There's you know, a little hint of a plum. It gets brought out even more by the rum. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. 
and it's like an all-day kind of a thing. Mm. Yeah. You could have it in the morning. It's go great with coffee. Mm -hmm. You could have it in the evening with your rum. With This would go great with a, a, a nice bourbon, too. Um, there's so many things that this would go well with. Oh, yeah. And just very enjoyable. Uh, great, great tobacco. I'm glad Cornell and Zeal brought it out. I hope they bring it back. And I hope they do more than a 1,000 tins next year because people are going to be um, really sad they missed out on this. All right, so next week, you know we're going to be on YouTube, and we'll still set up the event on Facebook, you know, and we'll remind you about that on our social media, on Facebook and on Instagram. But next week, our show will be live on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, uh, Not Just Blowing Smoke. And uh, there you go. That's Blowing our show. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks, another, everyone. Thank you. Another smoke, another day. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is not just blowing smoke. Rolling with the top.